Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Joshua 5, 2 through 6, 1. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make for yourselves flint knives and circumcise again the sons of Israel the second time. So Joshua made himself flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at Gibeah Haraloth. This is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all of the men of war, died in the wilderness along the way after they came out of Egypt. For all the people who came out were circumcised, but all the people who were born in the wilderness along the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the sons of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, that is the men of war who came out of Egypt, perished because they did not listen to the voice of the Lord, to whom the Lord had sworn that he would not let them see the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Their children whom he raised up in their place, Joshua circumcised, for they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them along the way. Now when they had finished circumcising all the nation, They remained in their places in the camp until they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. So the name of that place is called Gilgal to this day. While the sons of Israel camped at Gilgal, they observed the Passover on the evening of the 14th day of the month on the desert plains of Jericho. On the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased on the day after they had eaten some of the produce of the land, so that the sons of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate some of the yield of the land of Canaan during that year. Now it came about when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? He said, No. Rather, I indeed come now as captain of the host of the Lord. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and bowed down and said to him, What has my Lord to say to his servant? The captain of the Lord's host said to Joshua, Remove your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was tightly shut because of the sons of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. John nineteen thirty-one through 21 care of the body of Jesus. Then the Jews, because it was the day of preparations, so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man and of the other who was crucified with him. But coming to Jesus, when they saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. 
But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth, so that you also may believe. For these things came to pass to fulfill the scripture. Not a bone of him shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, They shall look on him whom they pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but a secret one for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate granted permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus, who had first come to him by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. Therefore, because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. So with Joshua and John today, it's talking about, um, and actually on the first day of Passover now, it's, it's talking about <clears throat> how the people who were, I mean, they saw the miracle, the generations that were uh, freed from Egypt, they had forgotten, they were disobedient, they continued in their old ways, and, and um, so God had them wander around the wilderness for 40 years, and then, uh, because of that and being disobedient, God never told them, don't circumcise your children, but they just weren't. They completely turned. So they'd fallen back into their old ways. Uh, and the circumcision, of course, is the mark that lets everybody know that they are faithful to God. They're following God. And um, they are basically declaring that they are God's people. Well, whenever Joshua took over and then they're going to be moving into the promised land he said okay but before you do it before you receive this promise which i've given you you need to go ahead and start that back up because you need to to have that reminder that you are my people and i'm your god well and then with jesus and on that day of preparation and then following through that, the sacrificial lamb was on the cross. The sacrificial lamb was there. And they needed to take care of it before uh, the sun went down because they were starting their Sabbath, which was actually the Sabbath for the Passover. Because every year Passover is seen, is recognized as a Sabbath, no matter what day of the week it falls on. So, um they were needing to go ahead and take care of this so that they can recognize Sabbath. And it was a Sabbath that had both. It was a double portion Sabbath. So it was a normal Sabbath as well as a high holiday Sabbath. Well, for me, these scriptures also remind me of Hebrews. They take me to Hebrews. And in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 4, there's this scripture where it talks about how Moses and his generations, God kept them from recognizing the Sabbath rest. He didn't even allow them. He didn't allow them to enter into his rest because 
Sabbath was not created that we have to. Sabbath was created that it's something that we get to. We have the opportunity to enter into the Sabbath rest with God. But uh, not that it's a big legalistic thing. It's, it's a chance that you have to enter into the rest on the time that God ordained. His set appointed time to say, enter into my rest. And then um, really, the you get to rest, but also God continued to complete the work which he had begun on Sabbath, which was man. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. But but on that rest, Moses was not allowed. Those generations were not allowed to enter into his rest. With Joshua, it says that because when he took over, they were able to enter into the promised land and also to enter into his rest. Now think, prior to Jesus dying on the cross... Prior to that, the only way that we were allowed into the Holy of Holies was through representation of a high priest. Jesus died on the cross as our high priest. The veil was torn. Now, as a Christ follower, we are allowed to boldly approach the throne. We can go straight into the throne room and we can approach the throne with um, whatever it is that we have, but we can... We go straight to him. We don't need that mediator. We don't need that other person to stand in the way for us. So, or stand in the place for us. But, um, so now make this connection. So Joshua, he needs to remind everyone and everyone needs to basically accept and say, we are God's people. Yes, go ahead, recircumcise, because no one has been circumcised since that last generation failed to do it. So, they were marked. They were shown to be God's people. And then they were able to enter into his rest. With Jesus dying on the cross, as Christians, we get to enter into his rest. We don't have to have someone do it for us. We can do it. The key is to remember. That's in the New Testament in Hebrews. To remember God asked us to, gave us the opportunity to recognize the Sabbath, to honor it, have it as a set aside holy day to where we can enter into his rest. Jesus died so that by accepting that, publicly declaring and following Christ, we are saying we are God's people and we still get to enter into the throne. Well, now we get to go all the way into the throne room ourselves. But as Christians, not only do we not recognize the Sabbath, but also as Christians, we've changed the day. God didn't change the day. Man changed the day. Man did it to serve man's purpose. And then they say that God did it. God, God never did it. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So just make sure that you go and do your own research and find out if that's for you to do. Ask the Holy Spirit, is this for me to do? But read through Hebrews 4 and you'll see that it says, Therefore, since we have, because Christ has been, 
our high priest and our sacrificial lamb to make sure that you recognize and enter into God's rest, which is Sabbath. Father, thank you for the Passover lamb. Thank you for the sacrifice that you made for us that that um, we don't have to suffer the death of our sin by accepting what Christ did in his sacrifice that he covered our sin with. Father, I ask that you could just open up eyes, you can open up ears, you can allow us to discover the truth that you have for us in your word in regards to the Sabbath and uh, whether or not that's for us today. And uh, God, I choose, I choose to recognize it as you said, to keep it holy. Uh, Father, help me to continue to be consistent in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at Win Big Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.